A word about the state of play in Iraq, which bothers me slightly. I've been there, been there in October, been there in November, been in Baghdad, been in Arbil, a couple of trips. I was there for Rafidane conference. I was there for the uh, the conference by the American University of De Hook. I was up in De Hook to um, look. Iraq's a mess. You know it's a mess. I know it's a mess. And what is extraordinary is the complacency of the political elite who are in some cloud cuckoo land. They, they really are daydreaming their way into misery for themselves and misery for the country. The political elite say, let's have a dialogue with the protesters. Come on, change things. That's just a way to try and kick the can down the road. These establishment figures like doing that. And it's just not good enough. It won't do. They know, the protesters know what's foul and sick about Iraq. And they know what needs to be done. And the political elite know what's foul and sick about Iraq and know what needs to be done. It's blatantly obvious. Need an election, obviously. No messing around. And an election, preferably with an entirely new electoral law and an entirely new electoral commission. This kind of messing with things will not do. It, the political system was better before the, uh, the Maliki reforms for the uh, 2005, was it, election? Anyway, the 2005 election, I think, was the last decent election. Um... The uh, the political system in the beginning was better when they had one-nation constituencies. Now, there is the thinking that's around among some that the one-nation constituency going back to it would favor the big parties. So, forget it. Okay, let's have a new way. The president of Iraq suggested um, representation on a instead of going on a governorate basis, on, on an individual constituency basis, but then he suggested a reduction in the number of MPs. That does not work because you need constitutional change, and the dinosaurs in the Iraq parliament will never get their act together for constitutional change. They haven't implemented the first constitution. They still haven't put in, for instance, Iraq's supposed to have a bicameral assembly. Where is it? No, it hasn't got one. hasn't got one. Why? Because the, <laughs> the main... <laughs> Constitutional Assembly is supposed to put in the legislation for the bicameral assembly, and not since 2003 has it managed to get, not since Bremer's days, has it managed to get its act together. It's too self serving, and there you go. It's unfortunate. Unfortunate the way Iraq is. But everything can change. These protests should not, I mean, people have not paid in blood for nothing. There can be changes. There can be, um, we can have a combination by the, of the system the president su suggested with, with just simple electoral reform. Um, and perhaps, uh, yes, you, can, you could have, you can't reduce the number of MPs the way the president was suggesting without constitutional reform. It's not going to happen. So um, just let's have um, something like. Um, he proposed, but then the balance of the MPs, without reducing the MPs, the balance of the MPs could go on a national list. There are various mechanisms that could be devised. Um, and the point is that reform is essential. 
And who is responsible for holding up reform? Ayatollah Sistani. Oh, is he the great reformer? No, he's not the great reformer. He's a pain in the neck. He is holding things back because he put in the present prime minister or the outgoing prime minister was his patsy um, and uh, it didn't work. He's manipulated things just like the Americans manipulated things to give Maliki a second term. There is all this manipulating of of the system by the the great ones, the great ones, Ayatollah Sistani, the President of the United States, or whatever, whoever the present eminence Greece is, or the Iranians. The Iranians, 40 years of Iranian involvement has been burnt in 40 days, and they deserve everything they're getting, really, uh, because... Um, because they've been shooting the protesters. Oh, it wasn't the Iranians in the in the hand behind the trigger. They had the clout and the influence to stop it. And they didn't. Whether they were directly squeezing the trigger is a different matter. I don't think they were. But, but the point is they could have stopped it. And they didn't. So they are culpable. Failure to act is as culpable as acting. So Iran is responsible for the deaths of the protesters. And these kids, like I say, shouldn't die in vain. We need reform that ends corruption. To do that, we need a solid electoral system. It's just simple. And let's get on with it. Otherwise, you can have a dictatorship. I don't give a damn, really, but it's Iraqis' decision. But Iraqis are being exploited by Iraqis, essentially. And it has to end because... Because for goodness sake, we all love Iraq. Iraq is such a precious, multifaceted, multicultural society. It's everything that's best in the world. And it needs a better tomorrow. And let's try and envision that and drive forward to help Iraq, just as we need to help each other. Don't think, get me wrong, Britain's in a mess, Americans in a mess. We're all in a mess. We all need to hold a hand out to each other in fellowship, because that's what the world is all about. Okay. God bless. Thanks.